0: This is Azeroth Coast to Coast, and I, as you may be aware, am Gavril. These are my co-hosts, Mr. Kevin. Hello. And Mr. Chris. Arg. We do have special guests with us today. His name is Bijan. He is a buddy of ours. We mostly play heroes with him. Hey, Bijan, say hello, buddy. Hey, guys. How are you? He sounds so thrilled to be here. I know I'm always thrilled to be here, uh, except for the fact that, you know, the shackle on my, my ankle and everything, they keep me here. Don't really have a choice there. Uh, here on Azeroth Coast to Coast, we want to expand your horizons and improve you as a player and all the wide, wonderful world of Blizzard ITs. Last week, we talked about what we love and what we hate about Legion. Uh, that was a huge, spectacular cop-out on our part, but it did get us an hour and 20 minutes of conversation. Uh, this week, we are going to take a little bit of a slight format change. We're going to go just a little bit of a different direction. Uh, we're going to start with what you know and love. We're going to talk about WoW. So those of you who are just here for the WoW portion, it's going to be right there in the front. And then afterwards, we're going to talk a little bit of the Heroes of the Storm, mostly like Heroes of the Storm 101 kind of thing, just sort of like testing the waters a little bit. If you hate this new format, tell us. We thrive on feedback, add feedback and yelling at each other, pretty much, and that's all about it. Uh, and with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right in. But uh, first, we're going to go ahead and drop a little bit of a word about a cause that's near and dear to us, Calm Before the Storm.
1: Hey, this is Heather and Dave, organizers for our fifth annual event, Con Before the Storm. This event means the world to us and the community. And for the last four years, none of this would be possible without you. Since 2013, when we began as World of Podcasts, every year we have been humbled by the kindness of people in this community.
0: On Thursday, November 2nd, we plan to return with World of Podcasts, our amazing fan art gallery featuring over 200 pieces of unique art, our meet and greet, where content creators like Bajira, esports team like Method, and celebrity personalities like Malik Forte, Pamela Horton, and Michelle Morrow have mingled with fans.
1: Our Kickstarter is currently in full swing. We want to hit our stretch goals to get a larger space, which includes a frog pants and a move TV meetup,
2: plus potentially some other stretch goal surprises.
3: Thank you for taking the time to check out our campaign and for your continued support. Help us kick off BlizzCon celebrations this year at Com Before the Storm
0: 2017. Party by fans for fans. For more information, please visit kickstarter.combeforestorm.com. All right, boys. So how are you doing this week? Mr. Chris, how are you, sir?
2: I am relatively chipper. I'm good. Um, we've decided as a rating team that we're going to take things a little bit slow for the next couple of weeks. So we're until two minutes are gares. We're only going to be raiding one night a week. Um, and we're going to be focused on getting people that still need their for- their foresight, their set.
0: Um, so kind of just drawing it back just a little bit during the downtime between patches?
2: Yeah, pretty much. We've killed Gildan. We don't want to go on to Mythic, so we're just going to take a little bit of a break, slow it down a bit, do one night a week, which will be our Thursday raid nights, which I'm, I am going to start streaming them again because I did get a lot of people that enjoyed that. So I'm going to start streaming them again and then stop the Mondays and we'll probably just do some Mythic pluses
0: on Mondays. Well, that's good. It's it's always good to recognize your limitations when it comes to stuff like that and just go, okay, I'm going to back off a little bit.
2: Well, most of us are trying to get kind of burnt out because we're just waiting for Tomb to kind of open up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's we're just, rather than just keep bashing our heads against it and just completely burning out, we're just mm-hmm. going to take a break, do some other stuff, and then come back, full flow two nights a week again when Tomb comes out.
0: All right. Uh, Kevin, are you experiencing any kind of thing like that with y'all? Plan?
3: Yeah, we actually got to a point where we killed um, all of Heroic Nighthold in one night. We got 10 out of 10. And the second night, we just uh, went through and uh, went through old raids. So that was really cool as well. But yeah, That's we're at that cool. point too.
0: Yeah, you got to see what uh, Chris and I love so much playing at that time <laughs> uh, during the active periods. Uh, Chris, did you have anything else that you were talking about this week?
2: Uh the worklays of Azenov didn't drop this week, so I'm
0: sad. Womp womp. Your 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 train of failure is uh continuing past the station.
2: Yeah, my circuit of disappointment has been disappointing for the last six months. I haven't got a new mount from any of the raids. I haven't got any legendaries dropping. I did get the bow. It dropped Lord on my,
0: Star's Fury.
2: It dropped to my death knight. Jesus. That's not helpful. <laughs> no, it's not. Not in the slightest. <laughs> yep. I was just taking someone through there. was like, okay, this is this is Sunwell. This is what it looks like. This was an awesome raid. It was the hardest raid they've ever released back in the day. We get up to kill Jaden. We kill the fucker, send him back to the Twisted Nether, and it drops. And I'm like,
0: well, I'm I mean, at least, you, me. at least you got Thoradol, you know, legendary bag slot. You got the achievement for it, at least.
2: <sighs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All um, right. Huh? Lots of heroes. Lots of heroes. Lots and lots of heroes. It's always good to hear. In fact, that kind of dovetails in with our uh, topic this week a little bit.
2: Um, I did a bad thing as well this week. I did, I, I did what uh, I told you I wasn't going to do.
0: Did you, did you do something stupid in Star Trek?
2: I did something stupid in Star Trek.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: I paid money for things.
0: Don't <clears throat> give... Who is it? Turbine? No, it's uh, uh, nope. a perfect world. Perfect world a damn Sid. I told you that.
2: I know. I want to eat the Prometheus though. It's such a pretty ship.
0: I hate you. Go ahead. Continue on. Let's let's get away from that, that disgustingness <laughs> for a little bit.
2: Um playing a lot of GTA online, we've got back into it. There's killing hookers everywhere, it's all fun. And we're got four there, so we're gonna start now. Doing some now seven. I'm just
0: gonna let everybody, uh, everybody know that uh, we here on Azeroth Coast to Coast don't condone the killing of sex workers.
2: <laughs> Unless you're playing GTA online, then we condone it.
0: Okay, that's fine. All right, that's fine. Uh, anything else for this week?
2: Prepping for the 14 expansion that's coming out next month. Final fantasy 14. So excited.
0: Good to hear. Good to hear. I'm glad that you've got a lot on your plate that you're really excited about. You're. Doing a lot that's uh, keeping you entertained besides WoW. Uh, Last thing I need to see is you getting burnt out on WoW further.
2: Exactly. Well, I'm looking forward to getting back into my Astrologian.
0: Well, that's good. Mr. Kevin. Yup. How was your week, buddy?
3: I had a pretty good week. Like I said, we did some raiding. We did some old raids. We went through Warlords of Drainer and completed the entire expansion of raid tiers in a single night on... All two of them? Three. No, there's two Raid there's
2: tiers. Two raid oh, tiers. Three raids. There's two well, Raid three, tiers. Whatever.
3: I don't know this lingo, guys. <laughs> we did three Raids. Uh, it yeah. went really easily, obviously, on Mythic. Uh, there was a few bosses where we had to do some mechanics, but it was mostly like LFR Stomp, and I got tired. So, yeah. yeah. That's the biggest problem with running I would, Raids, is that I you also just like, start sorry. falling asleep.
2: I would also like to point out that Warlords of Draenor, the raids were like LFR storms even back in the day.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Okay, that explains a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were they were
0: not the most complex raids that have ever existed. Mm-hmm.
3: And mm-hmm. in Heroes of the Storm, I've been playing a lot of Gazlo lately and highly enjoying it. Yeah, so, I was we
2: did. I was gonna say we did something. Was were, were you Gazlo in the PTR?
3: No, it was Gavler, Gazlo in the live game that we played.
2: Yeah. You're actually getting very good at Gazlo,
3: Yeah, you, guess, took a, that's you took
2: on a Genji. You took on a Genji and ripped that fucker apart 1v1. <laughs> yeah.
3: I was kind um, of impressed. Whenever you fight with Gazlo and you get a kill, it feels like you've accomplished something.
2: Your heart's going like a mile a minute when, when you're 1v1-ing someone who's like a dedicated yeah. assassin and you she should be kill, kicking your ass. It's,
3: yeah, th- The thing that I found was really awesome with Gazlo is if you pair it with Valera, um, and like a bomb goes off, like, and the person is stunned, and then she just comes up right behind and stuns again, and you just chain stun and kill people left and right. Perfect synergy. It is awesome. I love it. So, yeah, that's all.
0: That's awesome. I'm glad that, uh, you're branching out a little in Heroes. Uh, that is freaking fantastic. Um, I, of course, my week has been kind of boring for the most part. Um, I did uh, Hearthstone, of course. I, I keep playing Hearthstone. That's just about all I do when I'm at work. Uh, I'm on overnights now, so I play a lot of Hearthstone. Um, I'm playing in uh, WoW. I am doing a lot with my priest, actually. I've actually been really happy with playing with my priest recently. Um Doing a lot of healing, uh, trying to figure it out, trying to get it all together. Uh, I've been doing some pug raids, trying to get through the content before it becomes like completely obsolete. Uh, and power leveling pets. I freaking love power leveling pets. It's hilarious as hell. And uh, not quite enough heroes. I'm not playing really enough heroes. Um, I did have uh, some wonderful, wonderful interactions actually with our buddy Bijan over here uh, last two nights. It's been really fun playing with him uh, because he's probably the only one. He's probably the only one that's online uh, besides you, Chris. And you haven't really been online on the U.S. side recently.
2: I've been busy. I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. Now, Bijan, uh, before I throw this over to you, I'd like to give you just a little bit of a fair warning. Uh, We uh, curse way too much, just... I just wanted to throw that out there. We, fuck, we're, fuckity, we're, fuck, fuck, fuck. we, we have very, very naughty mouths. Uh, exactly. Chris especially loves those naughty mouths. I'm Scottish, what do you expect? Exactly. So, Bijan, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been like, buddy?
1: Well, my week has been like, I've been finishing my finals
0: for the year. Fantastic. What do you got? <laughs> one, more, one more semester in yet? No, I got one more year. One more full year? Okay, so two semesters. Alright, that's not too bad. You're you're almost there. Almost, but no almost. cigar. Uh, you're, you're surrounded by old fucks here, so, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I'm 26. Well, I I'm... Games. You're old. You're old as hell. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Bisham, what else have you been up to besides that?
1: Uh, our Cho'Gal games, mostly.
0: Cho'Gal? Uh, that oh, is actually the what... The butcher. Mm-hmm. That was what uh, Bijan and I did. Uh, we were playing a lot of Chogall and uh, having way too much goddamn fun doing it. Uh, oh, yeah. And just even on the games where we were where we got stomped, we had a bit of fun. We had a good bit of fun. Um, oh, like, yeah. uh, what was it, uh, Tychus and Leoric on the same yeah. team? I think
1: Tychus Leoric. We still. Actually, that one we won. Surprisingly, it was the other games that we lost. Oh, it was
0: uh, a It was Braxus holdout with Leoric, and that Malfurion. And yeah, that and our Malfurion
1: teammate yeah. who didn't do anything
0: the entire game. It sucked. By the way, oh. guys, just wanted to let you two know that that was the worst goddamn game I have ever played in my entire life. <laughs> I'm Probably. pretty certain our Malfurion and I think it was a Valera or something were probably eating lead paint chips
1: it was a uh,
0: it was Sonia. it was Sonia malfurion they were probably eating lead paint chips at some point <laughs> i just i just wanted to let you know about that that was just their
2: parents are thing. brother and sister there you
0: go uh, absolutely we, now also here, on, here we here on azeroth coast to coast also don't promote calling people the products of incest but <laughs> we do say it a lot
1: <laughs> i don't know i think we promote it we just don't condone it
0: yeah I guess that's a better way to put it. Yeah. All right. Fine. We promote the products of incest, but we don't condone the incest itself.
3: Let's let's move on.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Seriously. Boys, boys, just a heads up. There's our tagline for this week's episode. Um, (laughs) So this week on listener feedback. So what is going on, Chris? Any sort of feedback this week?
2: Uh, we did get something on Twitter. Uh, we got from at Integrate AI. It was talking about last week's episode, saying it's pretty good so far. The hosts even have a bit of chemistry, a chemistry, sorry, and it's a pleasant to listen to while doing chores.
0: That is better than it helps me go to sleep. Yes. That that's I think that's a step. I think it's a couple of steps up, in fact, from uh I, I you know, it helps me get to sleep. So that's fantastic. Uh, Kevin, did we have any interaction from our
3: We did have some interaction from LB and LB's corner. Um, This was in regards to our discussion last week where we talked about should Blizzard make major changes to classes during mid expansions. Um, LB said that obviously Blizzard is fine with making these changes because they've they've approved them and they put them into the game. So, you know, you know, who cares? And Blizzard is not perfect, so I think that they're, I think that what he's saying is they're going to make changes no matter what. Some of them are going to be good, some are going to be bad. They're not perfect, and I think they realize that, and that's why they're making the changes mid-expansion. But I think that they did time these particular changes well because it isn't during the beginning of a raid tier, and there is time before the next raid tier to get accustomed to your character and make any play adjustments that you have to make. So
0: Now, was that last chunk you just said, was that LB or was that your
3: words? I think that was your. I, I was kind of adding in my own interpretation there. Mm-hmm.
0: Your own, you are the LB Whisperer? Is that mm-hmm. what it is? The LB
3: Whisperer. <laughs> yep. You
0: are the LB Whisperer. <laughs> I okay. am LB's voice on this I, podcast.
3: Uh-huh. I, I, I think
0: I can actually, I can win its phrase that way. Okay, now understand, Chris and I had a little bit of a shit fit when Kevin said this the first time because Kevin am not good English.
2: No, Kevin phrased this completely differently the first time yes. he said it
0: to us. The first, so we were both ex, understandably pissed off at the time. But yes. when he actually explains it the way LB intended it to, I'm pretty certain we both agree.
2: Oh, completely at that point.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. So there was, there's there's, there's no hate here. There's just love here with LB this week. That, okay. That... that, that brings a tear to my eye i am
2: fills me with just, all sorts of happiness and goodness
0: i i i, I don't know what to say now i'll say now that
3: he's done the man's crying you guys are having know too know much to chemistry together <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: uh is it, is it time to cook oh yes it's- it's obviously time to cook then if we have too much chemistry Mm -hmm. (laughs) topical joke. That's like three years out of date. Yeah. All right. So news this week, gentlemen, always fantastic to hear. Let's get ahead and get a little bit of wow news that's been going on. Uh, now, Chris, I know you're super excited about the armory update.
2: I think it looks absolutely great. I love the new armory update. Uh, they've removed a couple of bits and bobs. Mm -hmm. Um, it looks a lot more streamlined. So, for the things that have been removed, you've got like, um, the, you've lost the, the professions data. Uh, the talent information no longer have a tooltip, but it's a bit more, you know, if you hover over it, there concise. is some information there. It's a bit more concise. Yep. Uh, the achievement statistics are gone. Uh, your other spec tabs are gone, which kind of makes sense considering everyone can just swap specs whenever they want now. Uh, you can no longer filter or search in the pets and the mounts tab. Um, other than that, there's a couple of other bits and bobs that are gone. But other than that, it looks really, really nice.
0: That's all we can really ask for: aesthetics. Yes, yeah. and it fits
2: really well with the new design for the Blizzard for the BattleNet web. Oh, I keep saying BattleNet. The Blizzard website.
0: It's still Battle.net to me.
2: It's still so Battle.net. It would always, it will always be Battle.net until the day I die. But for the new Blizzard website, it's, it's it fits the new aesthetic that they're going with, with each individual game having their own kind of design. And it's fitting the WoW design a lot compared to what the old one does. Now, if you actually look at your guild uh, on the Armory, they haven't updated that yet. So that still has the old look and still the old design. So you can kind of compare the two just to see, okay, this one clearly looks better. At least in my opinion,
3: it does. Chris. Yes. Why does your demon hunter have a well-cropped beard?
2: Because my demon hunter is on fleek, bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yet another reference from several... (laughs) At least mine was straight pop culture, not Twitter.
3: Uh, Okay. Screw you, okay? Wow. All right. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so we did have another phase of the broken shore story uh unlock uh, it's not actually story per se i'll be honest i haven't it it. Hasn't
2: been per it's
0: really it's just been gating the skinner box and crack of wow gating um, for
3: gating can gating you explain the skinner box to ackman yes, do, you, please. You, do you, you know
0: what a skinner box is not a clue uh basically you keep pressing the button because you've been trained to press the button
1: okay i like that game
0: that is every game ever with an achievement system or Pretty a much? uh loot treadmill uh loot treadmill is a more applicable one you'll do that one will probably come across a little clearer than skinner box but basically every mmo is a skinner box and it, it's, it relates this whole long thing i'll link the uh I'll link the Wikipedia article for the, the Skinner box experiments in uh, the show description. Deal. All right. Uh, so we also have been seeing some PTR changes. Kevin, are you keyed in on any of those at the moment?
3: uh chris and i actually played some ptr before we logged in today oh wow no 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 no, No. not
0: Uh, chris (laughs) do you have any idea about the wow ptr stuff that's been going on right now (laughs) sorry that was fucking amazing it Um, was it really was
2: (laughs) i'm getting the mmo champion thing up because it crashed
0: my browser crashed i don't like my browser uh so let's see just i'm pretty certain it's a lot more changes and there's. I think, for yeah, it's, for a lot, it's,
2: it's a lot more changes. It's, it's, it's a lot more changes. Um, it's more it that far, PTR.
0: Um, it's, like that. Yeah, it's more the PTR iteration that they do a lot of.
2: Before we go on to the hero stuff, there is a more general Blizzard one that I do want to talk about, and I'll link it to you very quickly. Um, the Blizzard did do their uh, quarterly investment call mm-hmm. uh, for last quarter. And there's a couple of interesting things here. So, the Activision Blizzard had 431 million monthly active users last quarter. Holy cow. Now,
0: that, that is that goes, very large for an image.
2: Yeah, you need to bear mind that that's Activision and Blizzard together. So
0: yeah, that is, uh, so that's that includes, Call of Duty.
2: That includes Call of Duty.
0: That, So that's Call of Duty. That's things like... Um, uh... Oh god, Skylanders or whatever you want to call it. I, I think I died for a second there. I think um, I died for a second yeah. there too. I think we all died for a second there. Damn Disc- you, Discord! Damn you, Discord! Um, uh, but yeah, so we includes, were talking about the Activision Blizzard earnings call.
2: But that uh, 431 million monthly users does include King as well.
0: Okay, so it is King. So it's Candy Crush, it's Call of Duty, it's Destiny, it's, it's Skylanders, it's everything in the Blizzard. Storm,
2: Overwatch... Hearthstone, all of them
0: in one. Um, all right, so that that it's still a huge MAU number.
2: Oh, it's massive. Uh, let's uh, see what else we got. Uh, one thing that I wasn't, I, I I was a little surprised about. Legion's overall performance is only slightly ahead of the prior expansion.
0: Well, let's be honest. What was the prior expansion? Warlords.
3: They burned a lot of people with that. Yeah. I well, I was I think,
2: hoping that a lot of people would come back though.
3: But I think everyone bought the expansion, right, and they played it in the beginning until they realized it was shit. So but I can see the initial, Legion? like initial uh, progress or initial monthly average users versus Warlords a drainer monthly average users.
0: Oh yeah, they 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 had a very significant spike in uh, in purchases and uh, monthly. Subscriptions right after war, right when Warlords launched. So yeah, I mean it, it's kind of disingenuous to compare the two a little bit. Uh, but we are oh god, we're almost we're six eight months into this eight
2: months yeah eight
0: months in Jesus we're eight months in at the moment. Uh, the thing is now that is those are older numbers
2: yeah those are last last quarters numbers
0: yeah so those are our last quarters numbers so that is uh, quarter one Which of twenty seventeen. Um, depends on how their fiscal year is reported. Yeah. But yeah.
2: Um, I will. Uh, two more things. Uh, Hearthstone's, their monthly active users have been growing year over year, quarter over quarter. Despite no content being released in the first quarter, um, Hearthstone recently surpassed 7 million registered players in its lifetime.
0: That is fantastic as hell. That is awesome
2: for Hearthstone. Now, bear in mind, it does... Its Did you say 7 or 70? 70 million. So, uh, but bear in mind, that's people who have made a Hearthstone account and stopped playing after. That's including yep. those them as well. And Overwatch that's is... That's me. Uh, exactly. I think that's most... I think that's some of us. It's definitely you. I think it's definitely Kevin. Definitely you. I've been playing um, a little bit. Have you been getting back into it? That's good.
0: Yeah. No, he, was, he was getting into it when, when all the stuff last week and everything. Oh, when right, he had nothing okay. better to do. Yeah.
2: And yeah. last one here... Overwatch is now the eighth billion dollar franchise in the Activision Blizzard portfolio. So wow. Go Overwatch. Yep. It reached mm-hmm. over 30 million players globally less than a year after launch. Yep. Cool.
0: Um, yeah. So uh, the only other thing I can point out of that is uh, quarter one, Blizzard had its largest online community. In its history, with 41 million monthly active users.
2: And that's, up from, that's up from 81% year
0: over year. That's 58% up 58%. from the previous year. Yep. Now, that's, that's all the Blizzard properties. But that's still, that's 41 million people actively logging in at least once during that month.
2: To a game that has the Blizzard logo on it.
0: That's that. Sorry, that's that's just that. That kind of stuff is just fascinating to me. I love earnings calls and shit like that. Me too. They're um, great. Um. So, I does anybody else have anything else WoW related they want to talk about at the moment? Nothing. No. Nope. Bijan, I know you don't play well. I was like, I don't so play well, well you, at all. I'm not going to yeah, ask good. you. I know you don't play well.
2: This is where you'll be doing talking, Bijan. Don't worry. <laughs> this is
0: where you'll actually have a chance to. You know, contribute to the conversation in a meaningful way, if you ever commit contributed to a conversation in a meaningful fashion beforehand. Um, so we're going to talk Fair. about HOTS. <laughs> HOTS. You know who's HOTS? You, Chris. Um, Heroes oh. of the Storm. We're going to do a little bit of news about that real quick. Uh, Diva is hitting the PTR. We mentioned that a little bit earlier. Uh, Diva is on the PTR. She is set to go live in four days. Three days. Three days. Three days. Yeah, she's set to go, li- yeah, set four to go days live in Europe. Four days in Europe. She's said to go live in three Europe. days. <laughs> three days in <laughs> the North American region and in four days in the EU. So uh, set- for,
2: because people don't know when we're recording this exactly, Tuesday and Wednesday, people. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So we are. Uh, yeah, we're recording on. May 13th, Saturday. It's 112 PM Central Time. Um, so we do also have a couple other interesting little things coming in. We do have our Toronto rework. We do have an Alarak rework. Uh Chris, do you know too much about the Toronto I rework? know
2: the Toronto one because I've uh, Kevin and I did a couple games today on VPR. Um and I don't I now, think like, they're going I they're going the opposite direction of what they did with her in our last rework. Because the last time Toronto had a rework, like a complete kit rework. Um, they moved her more from the secondary support in kind a of DPS backup to Dedicated Healer. Um, and it feels like they're going back the way towards that secondary support little bit of damage backup healer mm-hmm. again. she A lot of her talents have been jiggered around and changed. Some of them just flat out removed and just new ones have been put into place. Her healer has been slightly redesigned so that it doesn't heal anyone. It doesn't heal, heal another, if you heal another player. It doesn't automatically heal you anymore.
0: You have so to heal
2: it's, your,
0: yourself. But the best way I've heard it is that her and Uther swapped their old heals.
3: Pretty much. The yeah. One thing though is that if you do basic attack, it reduces the cooldown on the heal, yep. so you can just get to, a fair uh, amount yeah. of heals out.
2: So the more you auto attack, which was a level seven talent previously
3: A clarity or
0: whatever it was, yeah.
2: Yeah, the more you auto attack, uh, it will reduce the cooldown of your heals by two seconds, I want to say. And you can actually talent into it to reduce it even more. 0.75? Okay. Okay. And you can talent into it to reduce even more. All right. Her owl, it's got its own level one baseline that you don't have to talent into. It's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Quest, it builds it up and it builds up, makes it stronger, and it allows it to pierce. the more you hit people with it. So every eight heroes that's hit by an owl will add a pierce stack. And it keeps going up. I think it scales indefinitely.
1: Does it get stuns, lost on death? Uh, no, it doesn't. Wonderful.
2: Uh, and her ultimate has been changed. Her shadow no longer has a heal and it doesn't affect the entire team. It's just yourself.
3: And her it gives you a fifty percent attack speed increase when the stealth is broken, and you can cast the R every thirty seconds.
2: And Hmm. her starfall has had its area of effect reduced. Does seem a damage, but then once you hit level twenty, you can start a spec into it to automatically apply Hunter's Mark on anyone hit by it.
0: Oh Oh my lord! That's aggressive.
2: So yeah. I like what i have done with her, but at the same time, I don't think she could solo heal. Oh, definitely I, not. I need to give it. I I need to try in a real game, but I don't think she could.
0: All right. Uh. So, which of you gentlemen knows about the Alarak rule?
2: I don't play Alarak and li- uh, anyway, so I don't. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't.
1: I don't know either. I, I looked at it for a second, but I don't. I can't King, say congratulations much about it.
0: Bijan, you are now our resident. Why? Why? Because you're the only one who knows anything about it. Because I refuse to play glass cannons except for chromie
1: I don't know if I'd consider him a glass cannon.
0: uh He is a hundred and fifty percent glass cannon.
2: Really? You think I, I, so? I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can pop well, him on a tracer. Yeah, he's glass cannon. On a
1: tracer. Well, your tracer is impeccable. So. Oh well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> We'll Uh, save
0: Alarak for another time. It's okay. I won't put you on the spot there. I will not put you on the spot there.
1: I'll look at it for next time.
0: Next time. Exactly. All right. So, uh, Kevin, I know you got a suggestion from uh, a buddy of ours uh, on loot box usage.
3: So, uh, Mr. Rob, who was playing some games, he's also in the guild that I am in WoW, was saying that you should save all of your loot boxes and wait to open them so that you can get, you know, diva, maybe diva skins, other things that might be coming out on Tuesday. I don't know if this is actually a thing. Maybe Blizzard will put out an official word if this is actually something that you should do or just open your loot boxes now, but I don't know. Well,
2: people do also need to remember that we will be getting ten loot boxes next week when Diva comes out because next uh, the Nexus challenge yes, part, the challenge two, will be on week four, which the reward is ten oh. loot boxes in Heroes and ten loot boxes in Overwatch. Oh, that's lovely! I might have to sign. Have to I do have a query on that, though.
0: I do have a query. Overwatch.
2: I do have a query on that. I play on US on both Heroes and Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Overwatch shares cosmetic items and loot boxes over regions, unlike the other games. Will I get twenty loot boxes when I complete on both accounts?
0: Mm, no, it'll probably it'll probably just lock you to the ten for Overwatch. I hope uh, it doesn't,
2: because I'd feel really cheated if it.
0: Well, it's because it is shared. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's kind we'll of like find a, out next week. That's a murky yeah. area. But I, I hope it doesn't. Speaking I feel of Murky, <laughs> you love Murky, I know. I love
2: Murky, um, he's the best. But in Game. regards to saving loot boxes, I don't think that's a good idea. Because the heroes I, are not expensive. They're really not. And, and I'm not talking about real currency. I'm talking about in-game currency. They're not expensive. They're I've not. got enough to buy two heroes right now on my U- my European account. And I could buy Diva Day 1 on my US
0: account with it. And- I'm completely indifferent to it I, I'll, I'll, I'll open loot boxes when I need to you know feel like I'm throwing money away so
1: <laughs> I like opening loot boxes because it's like Christmas every time I don't care if I'm going to get new shit because I'll, I still haven't even gotten Genji from this one for the last three weeks so what do I care
2: that's a very valid point
1: Yep, I've gotten like that's three a- Genji skins but what does that do me without the hero
0: open our- your loot boxes just reroll have fun Exactly. Exactly. That was a very pertinent contribution to the conversation, Dijon. Very proud You're welcome. of you. I if if, <laughs> if 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 I was in your home state, I would gently pat you on the head and give you a treat.
2: I will pat you on the head at Blazcon.
0: <laughs> Deal. Balance like a biscuit on his nose or something. Um, <laughs> so Big news, uh, Blizzard just announced that there's going to be a full Battleground map rotation. Uh, the very first seasonal rotation will actually be coming in Tuesday, as far as I understand, um, with the Diva patch. And what it is, is that uh, you're going to get a seasonal rotation of maps. So three times a season, from what we've been told so far,
2: that could will, change.
0: that could very well change very rapidly. Nine maps will rotate into the map pool. And four maps will rotate out of the map pool. All right. And it's designed to add a little bit of randomness to the map pool and also to give some people a chance to play maps that they might like that they don't see too often.
2: I think it's to add a bit of randomness, but also kind of add a bit of stability. So you kind of know what you're gonna be getting. Okay, so these are the nine I have a chance to get.
0: Well, it also helps break metas. Yeah, completely. So it helps to break the meta, too, a little bit up. Um, So the nine maps we're going to be seeing for the very first seasonal rotation of maps is going to be Cursed Hollow, Sky Temple, Braxis Holdout, Hanamura, Battlefield of Eternity, Warhead Junction, Haunted Mines, Tomb of the Spider Queen, and Infernal Shrine. So we're seeing all of our two-lane maps.
2: Plus a couple of threes.
0: Plus a couple of threes, but it's the majority of these are actually two-lane maps. But six of these are
2: two lane maps. Uh, Sky Sky Temple, Curse Hollow, uh,
0: Braxis, Hanamura. Sky
2: Temple, Hanamura is not. Yeah, I'm talking about the the two three lane maps are Curse Hollow, Sky Temple, uh, not Braxis, not Hanamura, Warhead Field, Warhead,
3: (laughs) not Mines.
2: So infernal, so so infernal shrines. First Hollow, Sky Temple, and Battlefield are all the three lane maps will be available.
3: And Tomb and of Spider the Queen.
0: Queen. Tomb is three, yeah. Tomb, Tomb is three,
2: it's just a very small three. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just a very small map. Um, One of the best. So it is. It's a fantastic map. So we will be seeing these following four maps if you couldn't infer it by this point. Um, I'm assuming, you know, you can kind of make an inference here. But uh, we're going to see Towers of Doom, Black, Heart, Black Hearts Bay. That's not how you spell Blackheart's Bay, but that's whatever. (laughs) Garden of Terror and Dragonshire. Those four maps will be rotating out. Uh, We may see them in in, an indeterminate period of time. Blizzard has stated that they want to do three rotations during the season uh, just to keep things fresh. So, but we don't know like the duration uh, of what they're going to intend to do initially. Can
2: I, um, can I, can I just, he called it black hard. B. <laughs> yeah, I did do that. <laughs> yeah, you did. I copy him pasted what you put.
0: Oh my God.
1: It is totally there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to so- use it.
3: Sorry. I dropped my phone. <laughs> There's two that I like, and there's two that I don't like that are missing. Okay. Towers of Doom and Garden of Terror. Goodbye. I hope we never see you again in my life. Oh, screw you. Garden of Terror is great. And Dragonshine are awesome. I love those maps.
2: I would actually like to say I hate Blackheart's Bay. I hate Blackheart's Bay. I also wish the king moved Hanamura out of the rotation already, because I hate that map.
0: I fucking hate Hanamura. I think a lot of people are calling for Hanamura to be pulled from the map pool completely and go through a rework. Yeah. Uh, because the double, the double payload escort, it's its just really not working. Um, I think they'd be much better with a single payload in the middle that spawns dead center, and then that becomes a team fight objective.
2: Yeah, the th- teams have to fight over it. That would be a much better system, I think.
1: I was kind of a fan of uh, last week's brawl with the single payload. One team defending, yeah. one team offense. But yeah, but I like that too. It was yeah, a it lot was- better than the current Hanamura.
0: Good, but I think for a balance, for like balance sake, it'd be best if we kept the current Hanamura map, maybe shrunk it vertically a little bit, and then just did a single payload in the middle that goes back and forth. Or alternately, alternately spawning ones. So, you know, it spawns in the upper left first, and then bottom right second, and then upper right third and bottom left second the whatever something like
3: that that i don't like about hanamoram is how they said that the merc camps were going to be so helpful to help you win the game there's and two I don't that's see helpful that.
0: one is useless uh dragons is useless dragons is
2: useless dragons is useless turret and heal is helpful. the, the other dragons is completely useless completely yeah
0: um, i'm not yeah. gonna argue there
1: all right. It's very occasionally useful if you have like two stealthies on the opposing
2: team. But even yeah,
0: if you're up against the then, legendary Zeratul Nova.
2: But even then, if you've got anyone that can, there's so many supports now that can counter stealth. You've got Brightwing, um, Karazim, uh What's his name? What's the fucking Protoss's name? Oh, Tassadar. Tassadar. They can all easily counter stealth without a problem.
1: And let's not forget Chogol. Oh yeah,
0: Uh
2: uh-huh.
1: We wrecked that, that Valyra.
0: We really did. We we shit all over several Valira. <laughs> um, it was <laughs> almost like we were living in you know Nuremberg or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a that was a German porn joke. let
2: is. Let's let's move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we've already pretty much launched. our we are talking heroes of the storm, heroes of the storm one o one let's Let's go ahead and open this up and you know just sort of see what people what you all think about new players coming into heroes, somebody that maybe didn't play heroes or somebody that's maybe just playing heroes maybe for overwatch stuff and wants to see what what all the fuss is about it was as we discussed what was it two weeks ago, yep, we all know. Heroes
2: cross cross
0: propulsion. Yeah, yes. Well, no, I was gonna say we all know Heroes is the Aquaman of the Justice Friends. That is the, the Blizzard IPs.
2: Heroes IP. is the Aquaman of Blizzard IPs. Yeah, yeah. It
0: really is. It really is the Aquaman to, you know, wow. Even Diablo three, uh, they're they're Batman been. and Superman. Um, so I'd like to see, Kevin, do you have like any sort of like tip for somebody just starting like, just starting out?
3: Yeah. Um, when I came from Diablo, when I started playing this game, I realized that there, it was, the pace was much slower than I was used to in Diablo. Um, so that kind of takes some getting used to, uh, you also should turn on quick cast right away if you're playing Diablo, because it's just a lot more synonymous to what you were doing in Diablo. Um, and I would also lock the camera to you to start with, but I think you know, if you're coming from that direction, then great. Maybe if you're coming from like League of Legends or a different game, you could probably use it more out of box. But I think for me, that was the most helpful to make my early, you know, game playing experience great in the beginning. Yeah, and I can definitely agree with that. I
0: I don't agree on locking the camera. I feel like, you know, you need to I feel like you need to get used to being able to view the battlefield. That's I would just actually
2: like to point out, with the way that the hero's camera, specifically the hero's camera, do not ever, do not do this in League, do not do this in Smite, do not do this in any other mobile because the, their cameras suck and you can't do it. Locking I, locking the camera is not a bad thing on Heroes specifically, purely because the camera has so much mobility to it, and you can actually you can move it around using the mini map without a problem.
0: I, I just I feel well, like the I, I just feel like the FOV, the, the field uh, is so narrow. I play with a locked camera in heroes. I don't know how the hell you do. I play I, with a locked ha- camera and heroes. I have to have a free You camera. saw
2: me you've seen me kill all the things and keep all the people alive.
0: I, I, I know. I just I like to be able to look around the map. I like to be able to get a better idea of what's going on without just um, looking at the mini map.
2: Yeah, but no, but you can use the mini-map to move the camera. You just click on the mini-map, boom, you're where you want to be. You
0: also need to understand that the very first character I bought in Heroes during the technical alpha was Abathur.
2: He was my third.
0: He was the very first character I bought during the technical alpha. So, yeah. Screw locked cameras. Yeah. Um, Chris... Hi. What kind of tip do you have for the starting Heroes of the Storm player?
2: So when we say starting, do we mean coming from other MOBAs or just never played a MOBA before?
0: Let's say they played some Dota like five years ago.
2: Okay, so you played Dota. You know what you're doing. Um, okay, so Heroes is one of the best MOBAs to jump into. It's got a really good learning curve. It's got a slightly intuitive tutorial. I'd probably say it's better than the other MOBAs out there tutorial wise.
0: Oh god, the Dota 2 tutorial sucks. The League tutorial. Oh god, did League actually add a tutorial?
2: Oh, it's been there for a long time. It just it's just so bad. It's essential just play Ash.
0: Um <laughs> I started playing League right after it exited closed beta.
2: It's not it's it's not it's not I, they've not proved it. Um,
0: but there's a no, little, I know they have it. That's why I quit playing.
2: There's a little story in regards to the to the tutorial. So it takes you through. You're playing Rainer. Takes you through the basics. This is a minion. This is what they do. This these are your abilities. So make sure if you're brand new, or or even if you've played a little bit of other mobas, make sure you do the tutorial.
3: Play it through. Guess what? What? Um, you actually play Vala in the tutorial now. As, you play Vala? Uh, Bishan and I just found out.
2: Ah huh yep i'll be damned i'm I'm actually gonna go back and play the tutorial i want to see that i want to see what they've done um i would definitely say if you jump once you've done the tutorial jump in and do some ai games Uh, Mm -hmm. the the first thing i always say to someone when when they get any heroes and never played a mobile before what do you do in other games do you heal in other games do you tank in other games do you defend stuff in other games? Do you push? Uh, what do you do? And that's what you need to ask yourself: What do I want to do in a MOBA? Because if you support and if you play a healer in WoW, try a support. You play a you play a rogue in WoW, unlock Valera right away because you'll be you. It's the same fucking thing. It's literally night and day.
3: <laughs> night and day um, would be different. Yeah, that's completely different. It's uh, um, you know what I mean okay um
0: i to a newer player somebody who hadn't ever played heroes before but you know might have played like league or smite or dota at some point in time yes it's much more simplistic get over it a b the ai on heroes is pretty pants on head it's really not that smart
2: we did a bulk game on the PTR. I actually thought we were going to lose it because our AIs were that bad. It yeah. Was not fun.
0: So the AI in Heroes is really bad. It's really, really bad. So it's, don't yeah, take expensive. that as an, indi- as an indicative of the quality of play you'll get.
2: Yeah, and, uh, what I'll say, the main reason you play AI games is to learn the maps, not... Well, you're
0: also... Doesn't it give you a quest now that gets you to go play AI games for a bunch it of goals? to yeah. with? Yeah.
3: But this so is a that. PvP game. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, get real. There are people no, who know. just play AI games, but the fun is going to be when you get with your friends and play PvP, period.
0: Unless your friends get salty about everything. Unless your friends get really salty. Eh?
3: That I'm, does I'm, happen.
0: I'm pointing at two people, but you can't yeah, see. Is. I'm pointing I'm pointing at two separate portraits on this Google, on this Google Doc. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm pointing at two portraits on this, goddammit. Yeah,
3: pointing at me and I get salty. I know.
0: Yeah. You boys get pretty salty. I admit, I get salty sometimes, too. Just remember, kids, getting salty is okay. Okay? Just remember that. Just like Mr. Rogers said, it's, okay to, it's so, okay to be angry. It's okay to be angry.
2: Here's a question, then. So, after they've jumped them and they're starting, the, they're starting with AI... Well, well, hold so, on.
0: We, okay. Bijan, are you back, buddy? Can you hear me? I think he's still on a call. I think he might be still gone. That's yeah, fine though. All right. Uh all right then. Go ahead, Chris. You were saying. I can't remember what I was saying then. Um uh, I mean, after you start your AI games. After, after
2: you end your AI game, you're feeling a bit more comfortable with the maps, a bit more comfortable with the heroes. Where do people start moving from there? What where do you think people should start moving from there?
0: Let's um, try him again and see if he exists. Bijan. Nope. Okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Kevin. Kevin.
3: Yeah, I was going to say I would recommend taking one particular hero and playing a bunch of games with it, maybe getting it to level five in AI before taking it in the quick match. And then, you know, starting to play quick match and actually play against humans and see how to use that hero. Okay. That's what I did in the beginning. I don't know. Maybe other people did it differently.
2: No, it's it's it's. It's a good way to do it. Pick a hero that you're comfortable with. Once you once you feel you're comfortable with and you're confident enough, jump into PvP games. Um, I would definitely say quick match is the best way to do it initially. Um, yeah, I would say initially quick match is the way to do it. Once you start, once you start building up more comfort uh, and you're more comfortable with the maps, start expanding to other heroes. Uh, you know, build up a little roster of that role that you want to play. And then maybe jump into draft. Because once you get out of quick match, your experience will improve a lot. I feel Mm -hmm. it. Once you're out of quick match and you have a bit of control about your team comp and a bit of control about what you're going to be focusing on in regards to countering other heroes or, you know, just working towards map objectives for a specific map, you're going to have a much better time Playing the game, especially if you're playing with friends. Would you agree with that? Yeah.
1: Can you hear me now? There you Hello.
0: go. He's God, a... I don't know what happened. It's he okay. Oh, We're blaming yeah. Kevin. You broke everything. Welcome back. Broke everything, Kevin. Uh, that's our buddy Bijan coming back. Uh, you've been wondering why we've been silent and then pointedly asking him questions and him not answering. Mr. Bijan had to take care of something. Um yeah. so Yes. Oh, my internet just came back on, so that's awesome. So we were saying,
1: <laughs> Bijan, were you do saying? you have any
0: suggestions or tips for a new player coming into HOTS?
1: Uh, new players, I mean, get your quest with the AI games. that just do the five, and then you're starting off at the base MMR, so you might as well just play a bunch of quick matches and learn how actual people play as opposed to doing the AIs. Because the AIs
0: are predictable. The other people are less easy to predict. They actually do stuff. We have literally just completely said that almost word for So fantastic choice of words there, buddy.
1: I love playing with new people because they bring my MMR down and I can
0: just mark kids. I feel like a dick, but it's so fun. <laughs> you smurfing piece of shit. You're the no, worst. No, I don't,
1: I, I, don't, I don't get a smurf account. It's just my friends who are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try Heroes and play with you. Their MMR brings my MMR to somewhere between us, and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna work kids who are lower than me.
0: Love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm I, I hate you so much, Bijan. I just hate you so damn much. Um, so, Bijan, how do you feel about moving into like draft mode?
1: Into draft?
0: Yeah. Uh, so like unranked draft. Like when do you feel like you know somebody should go ahead and move into unranked draft? Get out of you know quick match.
1: I, uh, I don't know. Draft is when you have, I'd say, when you have uh at least a good handle on a, probably ten, maybe twenty, as a variety of heroes. Start doing that. Make sure you can, like, you know, contribute a little bit and figure out what a uh, real draft is going to look like. That's the whole point of
3: unranked I think yeah. at unranked least a few heroes mode, yeah. at least a few heroes in different types you know support assassin yeah. tank specialist
2: not have all assassins I can't support yeah I was going to say have at least two or three of each role have two your focus role, role. Have, your, have the role that you focus on for like for me I focus on support so I have at least what ten supports I can play relatively well mm-hmm. and then I've got four or five tanks Two or three assassins, and maybe one. I'd probably say Zula is like the only specialist I'm good at. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. then you jump in, and you're well, as long as you have a decent roster size, you can jump into unranked and fill in where you need to.
3: Yeah, cuz the yeah. thing is to get a comp in unranked draft and that's why it's better than just quick match because you can actually build a comp with a support, with a tank, with a specialist and assassin. So that way you're not kind of stuck with whatever comp you get in quick match. Mhm.
0: I definitely agree with that. I hate that's getting fun. stuck with uh quick match comps, but it's always entertaining. There can be a dull moment,
2: if you're true it's always fun.
0: don't you want no. to be just a spooky little gull there? That's not I do true. Cho be is not always fun. If you I want a be bad
3: cho or a less fun cho. It ruins <laughs> the game. Or if you're shaper and your cho uh, disconnects from the game and you're stuck with oh, an AI, fucked.
1: yeah, you're yeah, an oh, AI cho. Know, the
2: AI cho is the worst AI in the game. Man. It's so. not so bad if it's an AI gal, but if it's an AI cho, oh my god!
1: <laughs> you have a yeah. bot driving you around, and you're like, no, we need to go over there. It's like, no, we're
0: going over here. B- Bishan, buddy buddy speaking to the mic
2: I am
1: speaking into the mic there you go. now
0: you are Th- okay. now you are uh, so, I'll put in
1: mm-hmm. my mouth. so
2: quick so move on to <laughs> another question go ahead Chris, Chris you, you can rec- ask the question who would you recommend brand new player for each role so the roles are support assassin tank and specialist
1: Oh, my main class is definitely spec by a Pretty decent margin, highest win rates as well. My recommendation is Zul. Zul? Yeah, he's he's a pretty easy hero to play. He doesn't have any skill shots other than his Scythe, and his Scythe is kind of like, yeah, you can just place it pretty much anywhere and drag the Scythe towards you. That's his Q. His W is just uh, an empowerment of his basic attack, and that's pretty easy to use. And then he's got his E, which is a root after, I think it's a two-second delay, one and a half maybe? One and a half, I think. And mm-hmm. so you just place it on someone, it's an autocast, and then it just follows them around, roots them, and then you can throw your scythe, throw your W, whatever you need to, to kill whoever's next, or use it in a team fight. Go absolutely ham on their ass. His alts okay. are also really easy to use. Uh, I mean, team fight you go with Poison Nova, just sit in the middle of them. Throw on your passive, which is a shield, mm-hmm. and then run away, basically, after you use the Poison Nova, <laughs> or throw the uh, Skeletal Mages behind their line. I mean, get the backliners, get the few frontliners who are going to be mm-hmm. slowed heavily from it.
2: They die. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I would agree with that. Definitely. Um, okay, then we'll move on to tank. Uh, Gal. Uh,
0: yeah, that's that's an area I do have that's, quite a bit. That of. is your area. <laughs> that is an area I've got some good expertise in. Um, I don't play either of the tanks I'm going to talk about a lot. But if you're going as a new player into the game, these two tanks are probably the best choices that you've got based on the two separate playstyles that you have. Uh, there are two separate playstyles for tanks. There's the, like, straight... Soaker tanks uh, and there are what are called bruisers. Right. Uh, A bruiser is sort of like a beefy DPS. Uh, They don't quite do as much damage as an assassin does, but they deal more damage than a comparable tank would do. Uh, Those are your Artanis's basically. Uh, Muradin also, if you spec him correctly, which dives right into that. Uh, Muradin by far if i had to suggest just one just one tank it would be muradin just because he does bring a very well-rounded kit uh, he's very mobile he has a very hard cc uh and he also has a repositioning ability in one of his units, uh which is haymaker otherwise known hey. as
2: playmaker
0: um just a fantastic hero overall uh, a great starting hero. He's actually one of the what considered one of the starter heroes. Of course, you yep. can't see me do the air quotes, um, but he is very cheap. He's very good. He's a great hero. Um, if you were a little bit more experienced with playing a tank in MOBAs uh, in the multi online battle arenas, um, I would suggest Johanna. If you're more used to playing, like, a straight defensive tank, like, uh, say, like, Lee uh, from, like, League. Or, uh... Oh, God, there's one they came out with that was just a big, burly guy with a mustache and a shield. Brom. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Somebody like that. Like, a straight defensive tank.
2: I'd actually probably say she's more of a Leona.
0: Yeah, more Leona, I could definitely see, yeah. Um, or... Uh, yeah, but that that's a whole bunch of League stuff I'm not going to get into um, with my like classification. <laughs> we don't like League. I don't like League anymore, despite Neither the fact that I. I spent a lot of money on that account. Oh, I don't Made even that want to account. think about it. Oh, yeah, I really don't want to know. I, I have multiple Karthus skins, and I bought a bunch of heroes. Um I have every Ash skin. I'm done with you. Um, Johanna oh. is just a really strong balance of a tank that really exemplifies a team fight situation she has a blind on a short cooldown she has a uh, slow on a short cooldown uh she has an aoe it's an aoe blind and aoe slow and she has an aoe repositioning which um called condemn you cast it you forget it you just move into the opposing team condemn pulls all of them to johanna when it pops and it deals a micro stun it's a very it's like a eighth of a second stun or something like that or and like a stun
2: quarter as well.
0: yes it will uh, she has two ults one of them is falling which she jumps high in the air and you know just falls down on people and deals a little bit of damage I think she does a little bit of a knock up too uh, and then she has a uh, crusader shield uh, which she throws it at the opposing team, and it, I think it hits two or three of them, and mm-hmm. stuns them for a short period of time, like 1.2 seconds or something. Uh, she's a, she excels in controlling a team fight. Her passive gives her a huge shield, uh, and it makes her unseeable. She's and just you can a, spec into it to make it better. And you can, in fact, spec into it to make it better. She is just a fantastic, fantastic tank for a defensive play style. Uh she shuts down opposing uh teams really easily that teams that are really reliant on like positioning or auto attack damage. So uh just a fantastic hero. Completely. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I have personal choices that I prefer over them, but I have a little bit more of a suicidal playstyle. So yes, uh Kevin, Ooh, I, mean, I know you know about assassins
3: i do play some assassins i typically play ranged assassins or auto attack assassins Mm -hmm. um rainer or vala would be good to get started with i think vala less so much these days just because she's a little bit more papery and uh gets blown up pretty easily but uh has the e that gives him extra health if uh, he gets to a low point in his health pool. So that's really helpful for a new player to kind of have a get-out-of-jail-free card and get some extra health just for doing nothing. And so um is a good place to get started. And it's auto-trigger. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It passively triggers, yep. Um, any other sort of league insight on Rainer there?
3: Um, just, Rainer is a typical range. auto-attack assassin. I mean, you want to be attacking at all times and you know he has a few things of utility other than that but um you know this is different than a burst assassin where you know you're doing a large amount of damage in a short period of time um those characters are typically harder to play and not all of them have an escape mechanic so like um goldan doesn't have an escape mechanic or uh Jaina is difficult to get away if people are after you, and I think mobility is really important as a new player to be able to get out of jail free if your positioning isn't perfect yet.
1: Who would you go? Who would you pick as an assassin for someone who uh, who doesn't like auto attacks, like myself, who likes yeah. skill
3: shots? Um, who, who would, you I, pick would I would I would go there? with um, KT actually or Kalthos? Because mm. Kael'thas does have a stun, in case someone you know is chasing after you, you can stun them with your wind on E, um, and get away. But other other people don't. You know, Janna can slow people and try to run away, but that doesn't always work. And then never Kaldan works. does a ton of damage, but um, it's not easy to get away if people are after you. So I would disagree with that. And I would what disagree.
2: I would, yeah. What I would say is. and it's one of the best things about this game I would say Vala because you can build her to not be an auto-attacker you can build her to do multi-strike you can build her to be a hungering arrow build where it's all about your Q or your W I would definitely say Vala over someone I would almost disagree
1: with that because Vala anymore is just like relatively useless without her auto-attacks she hasn't been that strong with her Q or W builds lately
2: I haven't tried the other builds lately. Yeah, there you go.
0: If I, if somebody put a gun to my head right now and asked me, who's the best mage? Who's the easiest mage? Who would you suggest to somebody? Oh, I mean, I, I, no, I wouldn't even suggest Falstead. I would suggest Jaina because every single one of her abilities is incredibly straightforward. Mm. All right. Every ability she has is very straightforward. You hit blizzard to drop ice on the ground. You hit cone of cold to hit everybody in a cone. You use ice lance on cooldown, and it's a straight skill shot with a fast travel time. Okay. If
2: no, yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: If well, if, if I you... hmm? no, keep going. No, I was just saying. If somebody put a gun to my head right now and asked, "What's the easiest mage to use?" I would say Jaina. She does put out a shitload of damage with relative ease. Everybody always forgets about Jaina.
1: Would you not? Would you not pick? Any uh, melee assassins at all?
0: Um, if I had to suggest a melee assassin to somebody, absolutely had to suggest a melee assassin. I mean.
2: Easiest one to learn would probably be Thrall.
0: Yeah. Thrall. thrall is very straightforward. He's pick. incredibly straightforward. But the thing uh, is, all the, melee my...
2: all the melee assassins are relatively complex. But yeah. Dwell, I think
0: is the least because, complex and he also because, has
1: that built-in heal and his E can make him either hard engage or run away really well.
0: I yeah.
2: I would say the reason that you, they're more complex is because they're squishier than what a tank would be. They're always a melee range. This game is very AOE heavy. It's very crowd control heavy.
1: <sighs> and they have very play, few. Unless to I a melee
2: game. assassin, for me, you have to be decent at the game yet. It's not something you would jump into right away.
0: Um I'm gonna tell you who my favorite melee assassin is. Kurgan Uh no. He has two heads and his name is Cho. Ooh. Oh shit, yeah. But oh, that's not that's oh, that's yeah, my that's, favorite mate He's not really a melee assassin, but he's my favorite damage dealer for melee. Technically, so he's a ranged assassin, an
2: assassin and a melee. Yeah, technically, tank. he's a melee with a ranged assassin.
0: No, okay. So Chogall is an interesting character. Chogall is headed or is the two-headed ogre. Uh, he has two players in one character. One character controls Gaul, who is a spellcaster. Gaul has no movement abilities, and the other player is playing Cho. Uh, Cho is the mobile one, and he is uh, technically considered a bruiser tank. Uh, He's the driver. He, he is the driver, in fact. He is the driver indeed. Uh, the thing about Cho'Gal is they put out a shitload of damage independently of each other. Yep. So I, I absolutely love Cho'Gal. They are not meant for beginners in no. the goddamn Uh-oh. Slightest. Uh-oh.
2: No.
1: Well, and you're slightly wrong about one thing.
0: God what has a movement ability. It's his nudge.
1: You're gonna, <laughs> You're gonna keep talking about
0: nudge. you keep talking about goddamn shove. Every I've nudged you out of so many <laughs> situations. Can, now, can I talk now, about support star? Go ahead. Go give us some give us some yes, words about supports. supports.
2: Can I talk about what I love? Okay. So, there's three supports that are very very good for new players. One of them is a very tanky support. One of them is a very mobile aggressive support and the other is the safe choice in regards to I can stay back just keep everyone alive. Okay. talk with that one first. We've got Lily, the panda. Everyone loves Lily. She's adorable. I'm what, just what, a little is, panda.
0: Is, I was gonna say, what is she, Bijan?
2: And just a little panda.
0: <laughs> yeah, she is. Oh, I
2: love that. Okay, so Lily is the is the safe choice that I would recommend for new players. She's well, a, uh, she's got her cups, which will throw uh, a healing cup to a random low-health target, the lowest uh, health target uh, in the specific range. It will prioritize heroes, but it can hit minions as well. She then has her dragon, which will put a dragon on herself or a friendly friendly min, uh, friendly ally that will do damage to enemies. Uh, you can spec into it so that it heals. She has her winds, which will... Uh, blind enemies and you can spec into it so it slows or does more damage and she has her ultimates she's got a thousand jugs which will heal the two lowest health targets in the area of the effect Uh, and it does a crap ton of healing and it will swap to the lowest health as they get higher health and then she's got her dragon which does damage and slows enemies
0: so her abilities are 500 ladies and a dragon.
2: Pretty much. It's, she's she's kind of just like, stay back. Be, be in the background, throw your stuff at people, and keep them alive. She's the safe choice.
0: Yeah. I can see that, definitely. Uh, she can be built as a hyper-aggressive
2: oh, support. Yeah, she can be built as a hyper-aggressive support, but the majority of her builds go into that safe route.
0: Yeah, I would agree.
2: Um, we're going to talk about the tanky one next we've got Uther, he just got a complete kit redesign uh, recently um, that's definitely made him more of a tanky kind of I'm going to be in the front lines but I'm also going to be keeping your ass alive while I do it kind of support oh. he's got his his baseline heal which is just a normal heal, it will heal himself as well as an ally uh, if he targets an ally uh, It will. he has his Holy Radiance which is a which is a beam that comes out from him. It will frontal skill shot. Frontal skill shot. It will heal friendlies and damage enemies. Then he has his Hammer of Righteousness, I believe.
0: Which uh, is Hammer of stun- Justice.
2: Hammer of Justice, which is yeah. it will stun a single enemy for, I think, two seconds?
0: I believe it's a second and a half, two seconds. Second like and a half, yeah. two
2: seconds. And then he has his two ultimates. I hate his two ultimates. He has a cunt for these ultimates. So he's got... Um, Divine Protection, which for anyone who's played WoW well, is essentially bubble hearth. You can bubble someone for two, three seconds, and it gives them complete immunity to everything. They cannot take damage, they cannot be CC'd, they can do whatever they want, they can be healed up, they can be damaged, they can they can do damage, whatever. It's very powerful. They and he also has his uh, what's the other one called?
0: Uh, Divine Storm.
2: Divine Storm, which is a mass AoE stun around him. And it will stun people for up to two seconds, I believe, again. And it does a crap ton of damage as well. Now, like I said, this is the guy that you will run in with. You will go crazy because you are very tanky. He has very passive. Yeah. His, his passive, upon death, he will go into a, a dead Uther form. And will he is able to heal friendly allies uh, while dead for up to eight seconds. And then he will completely die. There's actually also a 20 talent that when you die, you heal allies for 8 seconds, and then you come back to life. It has a very long cooldown, though, so you can all do that once every little while. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if any now. of you guys know this, but you can throw the bubble on a mid-hunt Illidan, so that Illidan's flying over Uther, he gets the bubble, and he lands immediately within Vulnerable for a nasty team fight.
0: Hmm, That's an interesting <laughs> combo I wasn't aware of.
2: Nor, nor, did I. I like that. It's
0: so, incredibly funny to watch. You just see Illidan flying over the
1: screen, and then suddenly, bubble dead.
2: So we have we have one more support I want to talk about, and this is my favorite support, as you guys are aware. Um, this is definitely the guy that I would say a lot of people don't build on this way, but he, in my opinion, is the most aggressive support in the game. Um, with just what he can do, and I hate Kevin probably just changed it to on the show notes um lucio uh-huh. so for anyone who's played overwatch lucio is literally the exact same as he is in overwatch in regards to his abilities he's got his not his, his frontal cone knockback. he's got his uh, songs that will swap between movement speed and healing and then he's got his amp it up which will increase the movement speed or the the healing that it does, depending on which uh, song you're on. And then he's got two ultimates. He's got his ultimate that he has an Overwatch, which is the uh, mass AoE shield that gets weaker over time. And then he's got the one that I always recommend Lucio's to take, because of how aggressive he can be. Reverse Amp. Now what this one is, it is a depending on which song you've got active it will either if you've got your healing song active it will do damage to enemies within the within the circle and if you've got a if you've got your movement speed song active it will slow enemies now when you're level twenty you can talent into to make it indefinite as long as there's two enemies within the reverse amp
0: Jesus and, Christ
2: yeah so I can have my damage-dealing song up the entire time in a team fight at level 20. That is why he is so aggressive. When you hit 20, he is stupid strong.
0: He is... I hate playing against Lucio, just flat out. Um, You you
2: love having Lucio.
0: Yeah, so out of those three you talked about, who would you suggest as the default character? Oh, Lily, 100%. Panda. 100%. So... if you've, if you've never played a mobile before, play Lili. Play safe. So we've got Lili, Raynor, Muradin, and Zul. As core. As that core about right? being noob. Yes. Uh, they are all also heroes that are viable in the meta.
2: All of them are viable in the meta right now. Every single one of those.
0: And most, almost all of them has been viable for a long period. So they are kind of evergreen heroes for the most part.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's ever... I don't think there's been a single point where those three heroes, since they've been introduced, haven't been a part of the mail.
0: Yeah. All right. I think we've covered, like, the basics of heroes, like the bare-bone basics of heroes. What do you gentlemen think?
2: Yeah? No, I agree. That's, that's a good good conversation.
0: Yeah, it was great. That's it. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so... And a little bit of a switch. We're not going to do a complete "don't do that," but I know Kevin's got something he wanted to uh, to mention.
3: Yeah. So uh, towards
0: the end of the show today.
3: Yep. One of our guild members, Stone, is actually um, doing a 24-hour stream today. This is uh, May 13th. It started yesterday, and he's raising money for ALS. So you can go to Twitch.tv/slash WoW Challenges. And I'm sure even after today, uh you'll be able to see his stream there and um find out how to donate. Will he be throwing a bucket of water on himself at any point? I don't know if it involves the water challenge or whatever it was called. Ice bucket. ELIS ice, ALS ALS ice Bucket yeah. Challenge. Yep.
0: Yeah, that was dumb. Uh but it is for a very good cause ALS research. Uh huge deal. Um I just suggest anybody uh if you've got a couple of bucks, or if you have some time to volunteer, find your local charities, find your local research organizations, see what you can do. Try to do something good with your time. I mean, we have a lot of fun sitting here playing WOW and Heroes and Stone, but you know, sometimes we have to contribute back to the community. You know? Do something a little good. What do you all think?
2: I completely agree. Yeah. I have a, I have a, uh, we, a monthly donation set up to make a wish every month
0: that's fantastic cool. all right um so boys we're gonna go ahead and end on that wonderful positive note we've got right there and that's not me being sarcastic that is me being actually sincere for once in my goddamn life um so boys uh kevin do you have a final thought sir
3: i do not
0: you don't okay chris final thought
3: be nice to
2: people donate it to your local charities
0: dijon do you have a final thought sir no, we straight. We, we straight. Uh, we and straight, bro. my final thought is that I am still the a number one Duke of New York. Uh, that is gonna be our show for the week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azura CTC. Mister Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore mag, and I am Gavril at Gavril with two eyes underscore E-T. If you'd like to find us in-game, they're on the Dollar Rand server. The chat channel is ACTC. You can email the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Our website is, of course, www.AzerothCTC.com. And wonderfully, we would love for if, if you could shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever rating Platform app or whatever the hell it is. There's an app for that, I think. Uh, thing there is these days. Uh, we would love to hear from you all. We love your feedback. Like I said earlier, give us feedback or we're going to starve. Uh, that just means we yell at each other all night. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, boys. Uh-huh. I would like to say that I
2: would ask Bijan for his uh, social medias. I don't think he has any and he's disconnected.
0: So. He is indeed. <laughs> That's why I wasn't going to say anything because I, I heard him. De- um, so, folks, that is going to be our show tonight. Y'all have yourselves a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Have a lot of fun with your games. And that's it. Say goodnight, boys. Goodnight, goodnight boys.
2: boys.